This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, Tom Bernard here. You're listening to Best of the Family. Enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer is rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. You don't even need a big check, right? To buy from you. Right, it could be a small check. We talked over the bumper music, Molina. the hell? So i got to bring something up to Sam. I'm glad you're here today because both women are gone, but you're here today so we can pin this on you. Oh, someone's thankful for me being here at least. Exactly. Unlike, unlike your dad. We were yeah. tired of talking about guy stuff. <laughs> yes, exactly. So there's an, an, a show. It's a, I think it's back for its second year or something. Uh, there's this gay man who does ambush interviews on the street. It's called Gary on the Street or something like that. Okay. Do you know about that, Andy? Uh does anybody know about this guy? Have you ever seen him? I don't think I've seen it. I think it's Gary on the Street or something like that. And he's got a show on True TV. Know about what? <clears throat> I think it's called Gary on the Street. 
and it's on True TV. They're, they're ambush interviews, uh, and he just thinks he's clever as hell, and he's just an asshole. I mean, the guy, but the promo they're running right now shocks me, and here's why it shocks me. It is well, wait. It, What's no, it it's called? not Gary on the well. Gary on the streets a thing, but it's not what you're thinking of. Oh, it's not. It's on not on True TV. True TV. Uh, Tru, by the way. Yes. True TV, ambush reporter. So what does he do? He ambush. He just he will walk reporting? up. He will walk up to you and ask you questions. Like he asked this one woman, uh, name name four members of the Kennedy family. Okay. And she starts off. She goes, Kennedy. No. It, Four members of, I can't remember what, but yeah. Tito, Jermaine. Yes, <laughs> Michael. What do you got, Andy? <clears throat> Nothing. Well, there's something on True TV called Gary on the Street or something like that. Don't think so. <laughs> I saw the there's promo. a show by Gary O'Callaghan called The Hustlers. No, that's not it. I got a new show for it's you. It's Greg on yeah, the Street, man. Have you watched Five Days? It's an English show. It's on HBO now. It's Billy on the Street. Six years. It is. Billy on the yeah, Street. It's there Billy on the Street, yeah. Okay, we'll get to your lame-ass Brit thing in a minute. <laughs> 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 so here's Billy on the Street. And here's a problem that's running, and I'm glad that there's a woman here. Okay. Because he's he's openly gay, and it's a big part of you know his, what he does. And he has people like Tina Fey on a lot. And he had a lot of big names, actually, on to wander the streets with him, right? They're running a promo where he walks up to this woman wearing glasses. She's an attractive woman. She's wearing glasses. And you can tell right away she doesn't want to be interviewed. Yeah. She's just kind of irritated that he's got a mic in her face. Which some people, I mean, that's understandable. Right, understandable. And uh, he says, what, don't you want to be interviewed? And she says, and this is, by the way, the promo they're running for Billy on the street. Uh, No, no, I I, I really don't. So what what do you do? do? Do you have a TV show? He goes, uh, yes, yes, I have a TV show. She goes, well, is it on the, on the Internet? And he goes, it's on TV and the Internet. So finally, he's been barking in her face. She finally goes, who gives a shit like that? <laughs> so he says to her, who gives a shit about you, bitch? This is their promo? Wow. That's the promo. That they're running on TV? That they're running on television. They're probably Edgy. not going after the female audience, I'm no. guessing. Can you imagine if a heterosexual man called a woman a bitch in a promo, how the, the heat they'd get? Oh, my God. Is True wow. TV attract young listeners or viewers? Yeah, it's it would I think to. that's their thing is they want to be edgy and, you Can know. Can you find the promo, Andy? They just want to be edgy and hip by calling Fine women in between uh-huh. edgy and stupid. Now, I can't even talk to you about what I wanted to talk to you about because your father's here and you're too young. The use of... <laughs> is, it the, is it the season four wow. promo? Uh, I think so, yeah. From September 3rd? Uh, it might be newer than that. And, and Tom put it this way. From her salty tongue to mom, she's heard everything. From my I, What? Salty, salty tongue. T- what a weird... What does that even mean? you, Dad. Um... <laughs> That's nice, isn't it, Michael? My salty I'm tongue. Pull, I'm pulling all my ads. Yes, I'm pulling <laughs> across the board. I'm, I'm so offended. Have you watched, um, what's the name of that new sorority show that's on? Oh, Blood, what, it's um, uh, Scream Queen. Yeah, it's by the Scream same people Queen. who did Blood. American Horror Story. American Have you Horror watched Horror it? Story. I haven't watched it. Uh, it's not been out for very long, has it? I'm going to look, it's two episodes. check it out. Okay. Okay, as I look away from you, I need to point out, they use the word vagina about every other sentence. I right? don't know if I want to watch it anymore. So this is what I'm saying. And they use another term. Block your ears for a second because I say the other term. I don't want to say it to you. 
You heard them. <laughs> I got headphones on. <laughs> um, they refer to female genitalia on that show as gash. Beep. See, I beeped it up for you. Oh, thank you. Can you believe that? It. And they do it on every episode. Did you hear that, Bob? Well, I, I did, and as a matter of fact, that's a term I haven't heard since high school. Since high I school. know that's not even like something people say anymore. It has absolutely no meaning to me in that's good. any well, that's good. former. But the, have you seen any of it, Michael? Uh, no, I've just heard from you about it. I just, I can't believe that that's well. Now every show now, have you noticed this, Sam? That every show now has a vagina reference in it. I feel like that's pretty accurate. Family Feud constantly now talking about the vagina. Well, well that's literally. all their. That's all they do. Ever since um, what's his face left? Was it Drew Carey most recently who left? Because it's uh, Steve Harvey now. It was Peter, the guy who played. Uh, he was on uh, the Seinfeld show. Yeah, it was Jay Peterman. Peterman, yeah, he was Peterman on the Seinfeld show. Yeah, here's a here's a <laughs> comment that or comic that accurately sums up. Uh, why is it so small? I need to find a good one. God, the internet's got a lot of idiots. I'm telling you, on well, it. we got some flow to this show. It's just amazing. <laughs> You'd think there was a script. <laughs> yeah, you would think exactly. We got some great. What'd you say, Michael? Backing up to your original, your your earlier question, the lawyer who sued worked for Hyatt. The one who was suing, oh. Clarence Kane, who was suing Hyatt Legal Services, he was the one with AIDS. Oh, he was the one with AIDS, and he, he was right. a, he was a black attorney. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. If if that's true that the switch, and that's what I'd heard, yeah, that it was the other way around. Then yeah, that he's the one. That's how Hyatt was involved. There you have it. Unbelievable. So a guy that wore, he was suing Joel Hyatt. Correct. Oh, okay. So it wasn't the attorney. It was Joe Hyatt himself that was getting sued. Well, Hyatt Legal Services. Hyatt Legal yeah. Services. So you were talking about a show called Five what? Five Days. It's Five an days. HBO show. There's only, I think, six episodes, and it's about a... So one's about uh, a half a day. Yeah, the day of rest. Nah. Yeah, five days on six. <laughs> Come on. Okay. No. Oh, it's days one, third, one, three, twenty-eight, thirty-three, and seventy-nine. So it's kind of a mystery. This woman and her two young kids are going to visit her dad. Stop on a wayside in England to get flowers. She disappears, and then the kids wander off, and they disappear too. And it's all about you know what happened. How does the press respond? What do the cops do? It's I'm not really a big disappearing kid. Fan right. kind of show, but this I am. is this is really it's really interesting. <laughs> Andy's big into it. Make them all disappear. So it, it's on HBO. Yeah, it's on. It was Five it days. came out in 07, but they just released it here yeah, right, on HBO. Right. So if you you know they they put I I don't know if HBO's ever put out anything shitty, have they? Um, no, good. their shows are pretty good. They are really really pretty good. Andy, did you 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 had that guy sums up Steve Harvey on Family Feud thing? Mm-hmm. I want to. So how long it. is it? That's it, right? That's oh, the that's right that I was talking about. Uh, so a, a woman rings it. in. Oh, is that a woman? I guess so. <laughs> it's a pretty crudely drawn <laughs> comic. So, yeah, so the she buzzes into the, whatever they call that first round, where they, yeah. the first person who buzzes in gets to play. And she says, penis. And he says, you can't say that on TV. And then it's the number one answer, and it's just him going... Is that supposed to be Steve Harvey? Yeah. That, that is every single clip I've ever seen of Steve Harvey's family feud. Oh, it's just horrible. Every single one is it's like... Just, and plus the fact, they're going to have to start using subtitles. <laughs> yeah. He's getting so what urban. What you talking about, a little bit. <laughs> I, Look, I understand 
talking urban, all the rest. Like I said, one of my, my favorite comedy on TV right now is Black Jesus. I love that whole deal. But he is going so far over the top with it. What did he say on the on the last episode? Uh, which, by the way, vagina came up on the last of course, episode. Naturally. Uh, but he just massacred the language in some way. I'm like, you put that on television? Young people are watching this, and you're telling them that's correct English? Well, it's it's better than that promo for that for what Billy that show. The Billy on the street. Yeah, Billy on the street. Who it's better than that about promo. You bitch! I couldn't believe they used that as a promo. I tried finding that, but unless I had more specifics, <laughs> maybe well, happening. Billy on the street. They've had a lot say. of promos. How about who gives a shit? Just type in who gives a shit. Is that verbatim what he says? Who gives a shit about you, bitch, is what he says. if it's not, then I'm not going to turn up about 5,000 pages. Sam's younger brothers all cleverly avoid. None of them I've ever heard curse. But your nine-year-old brother has found a way. When he gets mad at you, what does he call you? He calls me a witch. A witch? It's his his word instead of using the B word. (laughs) You're a witch? Yeah. Look here, witch. (laughs) Did you do that? No. What do you got, Andy? Nothing. God, you're a disaster. I don't think that's what he said. That's exactly what he said, because I saw the promo. The worst. We'll take a break. We'll be back. Tom Bernard here, and with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, I was reading on your website that one of your bankers has worked with a customer for more than 30 years. It's a long time for any business relationship. Is that common? Not only 30 years, but two generations. Our great client, Northland Fastening Systems. 30 years is definitely not common for a lot of bankers, but Brad has developed a relationship with that trusted customer that has allowed them to show steady growth every year they've been together. Building the relationship of trust is what we do best. It allows us to make quick deals that benefit them and all of our business customers. The cool thing is that it gives us a chance to be more than your banker, hopefully a partner, and maybe even a friend. I have never liked you, by the way. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience? Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Thanks, friend. And you are? (laughs) Real nice. Chuck Knobloch. (laughs) Chuck Knobloch. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. (laughs) And it's a bitch. (laughs) Molina with a sense of humor. He's going with bitch. And pretty good rock knowledge for someone so young. Oh, Molina? Yeah. He knows all that stuff, man. He's got it all dialed in. Yep. Did my, Michael just dropped off? Yeah, you're not there, are you, Mike? Yeah, he's gone. Don't try to pretend you're working. 
<laughs> oh, I don't know where he is. Oh, I had to hit the road very quickly. <laughs> I, I couldn't stick around. Hopefully, he'll, well, he's either busy or he had to go. But in any case, whatever is all I have to say. Oh, I think we found something, though. What'd you find? I just have to cue it up quick. Ooh, so Andy's doing the big research on the TomBernardShow.com. By the way, it was decided today. With help from the chat. Oh, uh, uh, it was decided today by Michelle Tafoya that she appears three places. She appears on TomBernardShow.com, then the Tom Bernard Show, KQ Morning Show. So they're going to call it the Tom Bernard Sunday Night Football on NBC. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored, by, like that. Sponsored by Bradshaw. And Bradshaw and Brian and Walzer Automotive Group. You have her drive up to the field in the Walzer There you go. And then like get out it. of the car and fall down. <laughs> <laughs> and our new sponsor. Hawaii. Getting arrested for drunk driving is not a pleasant experience. It can be like your worst nightmare. If you're charged with a DWI, you need expert legal advice. Dial lawyers. With the new DWI law, <laughs> the consequences are too serious not to see a lawyer. Dial lawyers are experts. They've handled hundreds of 30 DWI years old, by cases. The way. For quality legal services, dial lawyers. Dial lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Personal, affordable. <laughs> see, and I. Uh, were you on dial the show yet when lawyers. I did that? Probably not. 85? No, well, it would have been... I, I didn't come on until 88. 88, yeah. So it would have been an 86 or 87. I made fun of the jingle and they got all pissed <laughs> off at me about it. That's, I think that might be the only place in the world where that jingle still exists. No, you know you. No, you Did they threaten the Sioux? Oh, God, it was a terrible <laughs> jingle. Monday, it's free advertising. Yeah, and, and yeah that's they the other would have been thankful for it. Nobody, nobody would have known about it. Oh, well, they are the still thing. around. Dial lawyers are. Yeah, yeah, but they don't use that jingle anymore. That's the I, good news. I don't think so. And he got he did get in some kind of le- battle with somebody. I remember that Michael Bryant was talking about it, and, and I don't remember with who or whatever. But um, yeah, there was some kind of clash. You know, but whenever I hear he got in a battle with the IRS, it seldom goes well. Yeah, you don't want to be in a battle yeah. with the IRS. I have no question about that. Bob, let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. I made a comment this morning that the Denver Broncos are three and zero. Yeah. And I said, hey, maybe the Vikings will catch him at the right time, you know, 3-0. and they got, they got to lose eventually. Or am I just kidding myself? No. Peyton Manning has a rag arm. I mean, his arm is not what it once was. And we he's, have a good pass rush now. He's throwing. His passes are not. He can't throw deep anymore. See? Well, it's kind of like Teddy Bridgewater. He never could throw deep. Well, he doesn't. right now he doesn't have to the way the running game is. <clears throat> that defense, yeah, though, true. after off of two games is one of the best. I don't recall how. It goes back to the Dolman uh, Millard, yeah. Henry Thomas years when they could get at a quarterback as fast as they did I, these last couple of games, especially Sunday. That was unbelievable how they got to him. And it's Everson Griffin. I mean, he's, oh, I uh, he's, he's, unbelievable. He, he's a frenzied player. No. I'm far from a football expert, but a what, ha- what was the difference between the first game and the third? I mean, because the first game was terrible. So what was the turnaround? What What's the deal? Well, they they just weren't ready to go into San Francisco. They thought I think they figured it would be an easy walk for them, and it wasn't. That game, though, when they look back, uh, if things go well for them the rest of the season, the defense plays like this, they'll look back at that first game as uh, as their big slap-in-the-face wake-up call because they thought they could just go in and they'd win. They figured Adrian would run for 200 yards right. and they would just plow teams going forward, and it didn't right. happen. That, but that defense turned it around. The problem they have is, though, if, if he does have time, the secondary is not very good, yeah. especially no. if Xavier Rhodes is hurt. But he, they say he'll play. without him. Oh, I don't know about that. He's, he interferes on every play. 
Well, he may, but the 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 guy that's <laughs> no, most may. the guy that's well, most devastating is Andrew Zendeo because he'll take teammates out. You believe <laughs> he, he didn't just take that? Rose? He almost took another teammate <laughs> made out later in the game. I know. What is he doing? He doesn't know what he's doing back there. He's the we- he's one of the weak links. I would say that Trey Waynes has uh, he played well has has matured quite a bit because when he first played, he was horrible. Yeah. And he, uh, he he played very well. I talked to him afterward, and he he did drop an interception. But other than the drop, he covered, I mean he made a good play on the goal line. Yeah, he, he did. Played he played very well for a kid who hadn't been he hadn't been in either of the first two games other than special teams. Yeah, so that because was, he was terrible yeah. in the preseason. But he's he's starting to get it and understand. And I think yeah. by midseason he'll probably be starting for them. Yeah, we were talking about that. You know this. You know. There were changes at Cumulus. You knew about that, right? The uh, the Dickies no longer. Both of them have lost their their positions. Lou, Lou is now vice chairman, uh, and John, John is, is in the yeah, he's out of radio and he's in the magazines. Oh, actually, I looked that up. Um, he and the magazine head or whatever swapped positions. Yeah, Mary, the old Mary magazine Burner. head is now Warren Mary John. Burner. Yeah, which is that's kind of weird. So does Cumulus own Reader's Digest? Because that's what she seemed to be running. That she used to. Be- she she brought Reader's Digest. The, the one kind of scary part of this is that she was the one who brought Reader's Digest through bankruptcy. So that's well. Kind of I mean, it's not difficult to put a magazine through bankruptcy. No, it's not. That's very. Did you know, true. McAllister's founded on Reader's Digest money. The, the guy that, that started it was a big contributor to the school, like really? hundreds of million dollars. Well, I thought he was conservative. Well, well back, TV back guide, then it, it was, was TV Guide. That's who it was. Well, you know, back when Reader's Digest, I mean, McAllister might have been probably not as liberal as it is now, but his name was Dewitt Wallace. I think the guy Dewitt Wallace. It. Yep. Big Got a lot of dimwits there. over there now. What, what what's the perception though? Is this a good thing? Uh, it, yeah. I, I look. I've known Lou Dickey for many many years. I you know I've known John a little bit. I didn't really know John. Well, I met him once. Talked to him a few times on the phone. But I just think it it had to happen. The stock was down to like sixty four cents. It dropped from sixty eight to sixty four after they made the change. After they made the change, it's so, got to be moving up now, though. Did, they, did these guys start the company and all yes. this public held so the board forced them <laughs> That's out? That's exactly right. Okay. The guy who's the twenty seven percent owner of the company is a guy named uh, Jeff Marcus. What's their stock symbol? Uh, CMLS, I think. I think it's CMLS. I don't own any of the stock in it because. Uh, 70 cents. <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know. It flew up 10%. What is it up to? It was actually never down. Well, I mean, it was down. It was down to 64. It was down. It was down, down, but it, not for a long time. So where is it now? 70, which is a five-year low. Game rocket. So nope. buy it now. It had a. Uh, it also dropped. To and that's a, not insider trading. A junk stock rating too, which uh, it dropped. Yes, it dropped. Dropped to junk. So it, its all-time low was. 45 cents in 2008. Wow. Yikes. Which is weird because, yeah. well, I mean, it had a huge spike. December 31st, 1999, up to 50 bucks. And then by... Uh, 90 days later. And then up, and then by September of that year, it was down uh, $5. Down to $5. Down to 5 bucks. Went from what 50, happened? $50 what to world? $5. I was that like know. Y2K or something? <laughs> the yeah. one actual effect of Y2K? Their stock you know, price rose like 400% in six months? I think what's going to have to happen, and, and it, the interesting thing about this is I was, I've was i been talking to people about this for three years. Bob, you know this is true. 
about partnering up on a digital platform yep. with Cumulus, and they just never wanted to do it. Um, but now they're probably going to want to do it, I well, would think. The, I read a little bit about this woman, and that also, beyond the magazine, is one of her strengths. She believes is digital. digital. Well, I mean, digital is the only thing that's going to save, save terrestrial radio. If I bought <clears throat> Cumulus stock, would that be insider trading? No, because you don't work for the company. But you couldn't. Yeah, but I... Of course I, he could. They don't... Well, it would be if John that. Dickey said well, you should buy <clears throat> uh, stock because uh, CBS is going to yeah. buy us out tomorrow. Yeah, that's and that's trade. That would be insider trading. If yes. you had information, but you don't have any more information than anyone does, do you? No, I don't. I, I haven't. Yeah, I never understood where the line between is. There like a definite line, or is it really it's pretty kinda... much that? It if you if you use information that's not readily available to the public, mm, that's insider. And it's usually about something that's going to happen. Mm. Although I, I do love that that. They never bring up the stock that was purchased before the initial public offering. Right. But that's not insider trading. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. But I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Like I said, I just I have an, a new contract, so I guess I'll be there covered. But the, the whole time. But I think, I think they will move into digital because if they don't, they're fools. Well, what's curious to me is what will – because the, the Lou Dickey, I mean, it's a – Basically, he signed a new three-year deal right. in the spring. He has – they're going to they're gonna pay him, so they basically gave him a figurehead spot. Will he and his brother now start another radio company? No. I don't think there's any chance of that. They might do want to try to do a live – John's big into country music. I know that. John is, is big into country music. Well, there's something called Nash that they got into, which right. killed him, right? That was the thing that, that brought him down. One of the things. Yeah. One of the things, yes. Uh, they have one morning show in America that's in first place. One out of 460 radio stations. Yours. That's correct. So I don't know what they're going to do. Doug Sprinthal, uh, his conjecture from him was that I'll be the head of morning show broadcasting for Cumulus. He'll be the morning show director, and he'll call all these other 435 stations and tell them what they're doing wrong. Listen, damn it. What you do is you, you call it a four, joke. You fire the 435 and syndicate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's going to be part of it. I, I will tell you that about, about terrestrial radio. That is going to be a big part of it. And I never wanted to do that before, but it's going to be part of my job anyway. If these big companies like CBS and iHeart and Cumulus don't syndicate their top talent, they're not going to make it. It's just a fact. Well, it makes, it makes sense because then you're paying good money to a good show that's successful instead of paying yeah. money, you know, good money to shows that are crapping out. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think you know that they have. That they're they're really afraid of that. That uh, you know it doesn't have a local flavor to it. Well, you can still have the local flavor, and if you have local flavor with a horseshit morning person, what's what the difference? Good, what's yeah, the right. difference? It's so, all about content. Yeah, I think basically. I mean, I, well, I I talked to him about this stuff, like I said, a few years ago. Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's uh, they have some they have some very very good people. Lori Lewis is a, a woman that works there. Knows a lot about social media and digital. She's terrific. Uh, Colin Jones is their uh, head of legal. He's a really, really, well, he's a Duke uh, business school graduate, and I think he's like 27 years old. Well, now, Very you, smart guy. You need to get to. Has he ever sold cars? <laughs> I, mean, I can ask him. <laughs> Find you, out how good he is. You need to get him. to Burner because the problem is once you get below her, the layers are going to change. Yeah, I don't think they get rid of those people. Not though. initially, but I, it will. I don't, I don't think they'll – like Mike McVeigh right now is taking over John Dickey's job. I've always liked Mike. Mike, uh, I've had dinner with Mike many, many times. 
So, and uh, I don't know. I, I, you never know what their plans are, and it's really none of my business. It'll be a better plan than the last guy who just went bankrupt and then left with $45 million in cash. That was a good call. Remember that? This, this, is that the seven? Oh, that was Fareed Suleiman. Yeah. yeah. Son of a bitch. Oh, yeah, I remember <clears> that. <throat> what a wonderful guy. He got really pissed off at me one time because he, he, you know, he's the owner of the company. And I was actually at Brian at uh, Mitch Dolan's house with Brian Williams and Mitch, uh, yeah, Mitch Dolan, Brian Williams and his wife. Uh, Vince Flynn was there and Fareed was there, and we were having a ball and stuff, and everybody's laughing and joking. And I put Fareed in a choke hold. <laughs> he did not respond well to that. I wouldn't imagine. Weird. Sure. <laughs> Many others you've done what an asshole. Done it wonderfully. I put Mitch Dolan in a headlock all the time. He was the president of ABC Radio. Mitch is still a, a very close friend, by the way. He's a very, very close friend. So, I mean, there's a guy. You, you talk about replacing anybody. If they brought in Mitch Dolan, I'd be ecstatic. Now, was that a night when Brian Williams regaled you with stories of saving millions of lives? Right. <laughs> Pretty much that night, Brian just looked at me like, what the hell's wrong with you? There's but, something wrong with But he is guy. a hell of a guy, right? Oh, Brian's a great guy. Brian Williams is the nicest guy you ever want to meet. Down to earth, he's friendly to everybody. And you have to understand something, ladies and gentlemen. All of those people lie like there's no tomorrow. All of them do. You know, Hillary Clinton said she was fired upon in a helicopter and it was all BS. And she got that just slid away. It yeah, never became took, an issue. Exactly. I mean, they all lie. That's what they do. Well, first of all, if you listen to a radio show or a television show and people just kind of walk the line and never told, you know, bigger versions of what really happened, you'd be bored stiff, you know. It's just the way it is. Plus, come on. Hillary grew two <clears throat> inches in the last seven years. That's right. I forgot. <laughs> who, who pointed that out? Oh, it's Stephen Colbert. Yeah. Did you hear that? Uh-uh. When she ran for president uh, eight years ago, she was five foot five. She's now five foot seven <laughs> in the right pair of shoes. <laughs> hey, somehow, somehow, at sixty years old, she grew to it. Well, yeah. that's what I, I'm. I'm over six feet in the right pair of shoes. I, saw, I don't know about that one. Oh, <laughs> what in the right oh. pair of shoes? You darn tootin'. Oh, uh, you, might, you, you might be pushing it, but <laughs> see, I don't know. I, I, I guess I'll find out in the next couple of weeks what's going on. I'll still be doing the KQ Morning Show for an, another five years. I know that, and we'll. Go from there. But no more Vegas, huh? This is the last I one? Will, I, I, I didn't want to know this that every year. No, no, no. They are announcing on the air that That's I'm not going back. That's what they've been saying on the, on the show. Oh, yeah. really? They included me, by the way. Well, are when they? I find out who did this, I all of a sudden, by listening to KQRS, found out I'm making a bar appearance. <laughs> <laughs> a bar? What? Yeah. Minnesota Bar of Attorneys? Yeah, or is it- <laughs> yeah in front of the bar association. Wait, you going up to Gold Diggers? I- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Going to shenanigans. Yeah. Honest to God. <laughs> no, wait, oh. And appearing that night, the one and only Tommy B. I'm like, what? <laughs> Nobody even asked me. That's Nobody- nice of him to let you know. Yeah, it was great to let me yeah. know. And by the way, it's on a Friday night, too. Oh, Good. that's really like, nice. Come on, man. Yes, you have to at least ask me. Are they replacing Vegas, or are they just getting rid of it? We got an idea that I can't really talk about, but it's a phenomenal idea. The problem I have with, with Vegas is I don't want to do the morning show at 3.30 in the morning. No, that's horrible. I mean, it's ridiculous to do it there. 
I never wanted to do it in Vegas. I always wanted to do it in an Eastern time zone. Oh. The, the was it year fifteen or sixteen now? Seventeen. Seventeen. I think it's but see, 17. for a lot of people, you hated it, and don't try to pretend. I was. I mean, I left as soon as the show got over because I, I needed to get back often for work. But I needed to get the back. novelty <laughs> of it. A hard worker. It, it's yeah. sort of, I mean, yes, some the people who came for the first time it was new, but for many people, it wasn't fresh anymore. You know, it was sort of a novelty of, of going to Vegas. No, yeah. absolutely. You know, and then they... Well, remember, Bob, and in year... I don't know which which year it was. Five, I think it might have been. 4,400 people showed up for the show. It was huge. It was wow. packed. It was packed. The, the, that, don't, don't you think that's a little weird? To come and watch a radio show? Yeah. I wouldn't yeah, I do think, it. I've always thought it was <laughs> weird. I can tell you that. No, they never slept. Like... No, so, I mean, the, the, the thing about it is, is just... We've gotten into this whole deal that it's just going to be assumed. I mean, luckily, the bar promotion they want me to do, the woman who, who runs the operation, is I love her. She's a wonderful person. Uh, but you need to ask me. You can't just, well, Tom's showing up on Friday night. What? <laughs> and you wouldn't have you known were... if you hadn't heard the commercial. Yeah. No, I would never have known. You know what was going on in the staff room. They played spin the bottle about who, who had to tell you. <laughs> and the guy that lost chickened out. <laughs> Remember Did you that, tell Tom about that? Remember that one time no. when uh slipped out with a Jesus effing Christ? Mm-hmm. You know, that was about telling me something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you told me about that. And Lastman didn't get the mic turned off in time, <laughs> so it went right out over the air. But, you know. What are you going to do? We'll take a break. You'll be back in 90 seconds. You know, we got Bob and Sam. you got to be on in, what, nine minutes? I should probably go on. Well, do you, do you have anything to prep for the show or not really? Whoa. I don't even know. I don't Whoa. know. About three hours Whoa, worth of prep work shot. to do in nine minutes. Oh, it's a shot. Right I don't know. There. Well, Dad, you lazy bastard. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I meant? Normally there's like some editing of something to do. So go edit. <laughs> Give me so anything. go edit. Oh, I saw David Valentini last night. How's he doing? He's doing really, really well. He's all happy, you know. The kids opened that restaurant East Side with Ryan Burnett. So we went over there for dinner last night. And I saw David, and he, he brought like 30 people in for drinks. Well, that's good. Well, David's a great yeah. guy anyway. The whole Vikings team? <laughs> Pretty much all of his clients. Yeah. All of his all clients, of his clients have gotten doings. Well, it's, you know, a- athletes and radio people. Yeah. That's who his clients Parking are. Parking lot filled with whiskey plates. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be back. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the guaranteed offer program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. 
Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. You're being all clever today. <laughs> I'm always clever. Honest to God. Back smoking pot, are you? <laughs> oh, there's yeah. kind of a personal question. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, my coworker in this job, uh, he let me, he put me onto it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, yeah. that's hard to believe. Yeah. Old Squinty. <laughs> <laughs> Old Squinty put me onto it. God, I remember back in the day when I was a teenager, and that was when pot kind of hit big. Why does it do that to your eyes? Uh, <laughs> you go does it on. actually, like, inflame <laughs> the blood vessels, or does it just make them red for you other just reasons? You just become so relaxed, you just... Your blood just flows into your, your eyes. Pants, basically. <laughs> it's just, you know, you hear me talk about that, the difference between indica and sativa, mm-hmm. that I have a paradoxical effect with sativa. And it's supposed to make you you're think quicker and all the rest of it. It gets me so jacked up, I can't stand to be my own skin. What's sativa? It's a it's a kind of plant, the the marijuana plant. They're oh, two okay. different kinds. They're different cultivars, <clears throat> right? So one sativa, one's indica. But I get so jacked up, I just I'm really uncomfortable. When of course when I'm in Colorado. Yeah, yes. You know, where it's league. Oh, I smoked it, pot, mixed. I'd be 800 pounds. That was my favorite thing. I just ate. <laughs> <laughs> It that is the greatest. The intraocular pressure drop, which is why it's good for glaucoma, because hmm. that's what glaucoma is. Oh, you're too much pressure. So the pressure drops, your eye shrinks a little, and so the blood oh, so vessels you, so expand. Your eye, so your eyes, the eyelids close. Hmm. You know who should do that? Who smoked pot is Anne Hathaway. Right, <laughs> <laughs> so your eyes are like. He's got pop eyes. <laughs> she does. Honest to God. Yeah, every once in a while you see people that it's like, do you got Graves' disease or what's going on? Oh, absolutely. Do you hear that shot that, what the hell's your name again, that the uh, the model, the black woman has a, has a talk show. Very, very pretty woman. You mean? Um, oh, what the hell's her name? I was just talking about America's this Top Model? Yeah. Tyra Banks? Yeah. Tyra, Tyra Banks. There you go. They, they were trying to guess women on TV's cup size. So the guy, this one's the D, and this one's a double D, and this one's a C, and whatever. So we got to Tyra Banks. He said, she's a D cup with a five head. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's got that big-ass forehead. <laughs> she's got a five head instead of a forehead, which is kind of cruel, but it is funny at the same time. Do you guys want to segue into your studio? What, do you want to go? Or we you just, just want do to it right here, here, and then we'll run in. 
I want to see. I want to see this. No. He doesn't really do much running anymore. Running fate. Hey. Oh, she's on him again. I think your guest is here. Yeah, yeah. Kevin's in there. Who do you have on today? Kevin Cusick from the Pioneer Press. See, he, look, he looks oh, yeah. to me to ask me. I think you should let me answer the question. Oh, I'm sorry, Sam. Oh. I mean, she needs more airtime, apparently. Go ahead, Sam. She does need a lot more airtime. <laughs> what do you have on the show today, Bob and Sam? No, go ahead. Yeah, okay. I'll let uh, you well, go. Kevin Cusick, we'll talk to him about uh, a little tell of the tape on Obama and, and uh, Putin. We'll talk oh, to him. Oh, my uh, God, Bob. What, can you believe it? They just met 48 hours ago, and he just shoved it right up Obama's butt. He does it every time. Uh, it's every time. It's just, oh, my God, can we get anything yeah. straight? Well, no he definitely has, like, a power. Who, Putin? Like, yeah, yeah. No. He, he wants to exercise power over anyone he can. That's very true. Unwe- we- it's weird for Russian leaders. Yeah, yeah. yeah it never happened. <laughs> but, I mean, wouldn't you think that our president would be prepped for that? Yeah, you think it's would go, go. We'll have uh, Jim Suhan on to check in with him, and, uh, and Abby will be with us. Abby, Abby calls in, in, doesn't she? She does. She, sometimes she comes in, but she usually calls in. So what's she talking about, orchards? Well, she, she may mention that, but she actually... No. The reason I wanted her on is she's very clever without ditziness. Yes, she is. And, a uh, very smart woman. And I wanted to have her on that for Sam and her also to talk about pop culture more because they're both young. And they deal with, you know, they're both younger people who you have, have Sam opinions. talking about pop culture. <laughs> she's actually getting better at it. Well, you don't never even let her out of the house. How could she learn anything about pop culture? What's new with the Hey, she went out of the boys. house plenty of times when we, she shipped her off to Sweden for a while, but those days are long gone. Oh, that fake boyfriend thing, yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that, she was his beard. <laughs> you were his beard. <laughs> that's what everybody tells me. Fake. Sam, there were pictures of him. Skipping down the road, holding hands with a guy. <laughs> well, you were the beard. Wait a minute. Well, and then the, Uncle Tommy didn't know about that. And what do you one. call those jockers, the really tight horse pants? The riding Now, Tom, you'd have, you describe what I'm doing for people. Don't, you, you this don't is him in the jockers. Oh, God. <laughs> Looking yeah. over his shoulder. He's doing the Marilyn Monroe pose yeah. in the jodhpurs. It's a Swedish thing. It's <laughs> a Swedish thing, again. too. We eyewash. <laughs> now though she's dating a real man. Oh, are you? Yeah. Nice what does he kid. do? Uh, he is going to Dunwoody for HVAC. How old is he? Twenty. Oh, age. so you're right. yeah. Forty-six. Well, you're not <laughs> yeah. twenty yet, are you? No, I turned twenty in June. You did? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I didn't even know yes, that. Time so speeds along. You yep. turned twenty, so he's twenty. Yeah. He's going for HVAC, mm-hmm. so he's going to rip people off for a living. Yeah. That stuff's expensive, man. Yeah, it is. And her brother just turned 18, so he, he I, wants Jesus, to be... A, that is unbelievable. So, sorry, he, and crazy? he wants to be a diesel mechanic. He's actually... He's the one fixing her car, which is why it's taken a month. And you know what? He's about six or seven inches taller than me now. He's oh, really God. tall. You know, it just sucks. I'll be dead soon. That's all <laughs> I... Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> to God. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. 
Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say, why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state, so we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. Ladies and gentlemen, Alex showed up for part two. That was good. I did. Well, there wasn't room for me in part one, so I figured. Oh, uh, yeah, that's what you figured. Why would I be here? Oh, yeah. oh Since there's no room. Except, except, except you welcome. weren't here and you didn't know that there wasn't I room I did. That's you. right. I did know. I always Why? know. I did not know. I always know. What did you find in this story, Andy? This is a weird story. I would have never guessed this. Puppies. Okay, you oh, answer the question puppies. first. What happens when humans abandoned 1,600 square miles because of radioactivity? What? Dogs take over. What happens when the humans abandoned 1,600 square miles of, because of radioactivity? They're talking about Chernobyl. Oh, oh, oh. I was like, what the heck are we talking about? Wildlife runs rampant, apparently. A new study on animals in the Chernobyl exclusion zone shows what once looked something like a wasteland is now packed with elk, roe deer, red deer, wild boar, and wolves. Puppy. Oh. But are they radioactive? Why is that, Andy? <laughs> yeah, can you eat those? Because there's no humans are really wolves' only predator. So if there's no humans, so they move right in. But why aren't they dying of radioactive? Well, how many situations? years is that? Cancer. There's a bunch of people who live in the exclusion zone because they they do. They're nine trillion years old, and they're Got like, I'm not rent. I'm not getting the getting out of there. Oh, that's right. I saw that on TV. They still live in the buildings that are all like they're. Gutted, and they glowing, still live in, in the building. Glowing green. Wow, wow, they're going. wow. Yeah, there, there's enough radiation that it's not a good idea to live in there. But if you wanted to, like, go and poke around for a while, you'd probably be fine. What are those? Don't you have, aren't there poke pills around? that you're supposed to take if you're exposed iodine. to radiation? Well, that's for, iodine. That's for, t- that's to get the radioactive iodine away from your thyroid. You take yeah. iodine pills okay. for that. But but you, you would, it might be that if you live there as a person, it'll increase your risk of cancer. Yeah. But if you have a general population of animals, their increased risk of a deformity and is not not all that great. So if a couple of them die, who cares? Because they they repopulate very quickly. Peter I'm trying cares. to find out what the background radiation there is because I don't think it's that high anymore. How long ago was it's probably like Chernobyl. staring into a microwave? 86. It was eighty six. <laughs> Old as me. Uh, and what is the radius that they're saying that you can't go in? Oh, here we go. There's three exclusion zones. There's the black zone, which is the closest. And that makes sense. You basically <laughs> can't go there. Uh, yep. And then there's the red zone, which uh, is okay after radio the radiation goes away. And then there's the blue zone, uh, where if you're a child or pregnant, you'll have to leave. But otherwise, it's relatively safe. Relatively. So, I mean... Well, yeah, it's still not going to be great for you, but I guess who cares? 
Well, I guess if people have been there for 10, 15 years um, and nothing's happened to them, yeah. it can't mm-hmm. be too horrible. Yeah. Well, it can't be too horrible, but, it, but there's <clears> going to be an increased incidence of problems yeah. eventually. So, But the animals come in and they'll just slowly just sort of repopulate closer and closer to the black zone. Pretty soon the black zone is going to be safe and they'll go in there too. But I bet you there's not too many animals living in that black zone. I wouldn't think so. And would you eat a deer yeah. that was shot inside the Chernobyl? Uh, no. I don't I'm a vegetarian, uh, so no. Getting radiation <clears throat> inside your organs isn't the best idea. Yeah, yeah. Was, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, and they consume stuff that it would be inside them. And drinking Pic- water, and yeah, definitely. And, mm-hmm. know, there's any strongium, that's in their bones. Let's see, so the red zone... Well, let's, yeah, the red zone has 50 to 200 micro sieverts. I want to see how much that is because I, I don't. No I don't think that's very much. The micro sievert. Um, yeah, that's that actually family. really not all that much. <laughs> it's still you way higher. It's like a hundred times higher than background. But yeah, you're not going to die from that. No. It's very likely that wildlife numbers at Chernobyl are much higher than they were before the accident. A researcher says in a release, this doesn't mean radiation is good for wildlife, just that the effects of human habitation, including hunting, farming, and forestry, are a lot worse. So all of those things, hunting, farming, and forestry, are a lot worse for for animals than human <laughs> habitation. That's not good news. That's not good news at all. Uh, but another researcher who has studied birds in the zone tells the BBC that research uh, only applies to large mammals, under hunting pressure, rather than the vast majority of animals, mostly birds, small mammals, and insects that are not directly influenced by human habitation. And since the study didn't look at radiation exposure, it does not address the issue of whether radiation has effects on reproduction, survival, longevity, or general health of the animals surveyed. While scientists found Chernobyl's wild boar population dipped in 1993, they say hungry wolves and a disease outbreak were to blame. Caused by radiation. When was uh, Chernobyl? That was 1986. Yeah, 86. We've already established that. Thanks for listening. Why no? But I no, we didn't establish that. (laughs) Nice work paying attention. I had to do some research. (laughs) It was was unavoidably detained. (laughs) It was unavoidably detained. (laughs) Oh, here we go. I wonder how long it'll take them to get their organic status back. (laughs) (laughs) Probably a while. All right, it's six sievers. If Walmart has anything to do with it, that's when you're going to start feeling sick. Uh, so... When you start feeling sick, that's when you get radiation poisoning? Yeah. And you start... And the red zone is 50 millisieverts an hour, so it would be 16 times 5... No, 16 times 6 hours you could spend before you even start feeling sick. So, yeah. Yeah, but you don't want to start feeling sick from radiation. you don't want to go near that crap. Well, no, but I'm saying if you're a wolf... practices stay away. If you're a wolf roaming around all the time, I mean, they're probably only in that particular zone for oh i see yeah yeah well maybe animals aren't as susceptible to radiation issues that's also possible because wolves have a lot thicker skin than we do i know that much yeah they're good they take jokes well wolf hide (laughs) can they be on a playground (laughs) together (laughs) without a counselor yes can they be on a playground without a counselor i'd like to know yes they're burning questions no question about it but that's it that is interesting though that uh, that wildlife is thriving in the Chernobyl zone. Yeah, but humans do push predators out, and 
And also, they hunt the other, hunt the other animals. Yeah, it's like, what's going to kill a wolf other than a human? They sure as hell don't uh, drive the coyotes out on our island, I'll tell you that. No. Oh, my God. I'm hearing those, those gross eerie. things again. They have a lot by your place. Oh, oh God. Everyone, it just sounds like this band of hyenas. Ugh, and you can't really tell where they are. So I'm like, I have to go out there with the really dogs. I know the they dogs. are. <laughs> They're oh, so yeah. creepy. Oh, hi- or, well, hyenas too, but coyotes are so cowardly. If you're there, they'll never go after Jude. That's not true. There was somebody in St. Louis Park that had a coyote attack. No, Bloomington in that ah. article. Sorry. That said that um, a coyote attacked their dog right in front of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to have your dog on a leash. Oh, my God. Well, uh, I wonder if that person, like, went after the coyote or something. Well, I know. I am buying a BB gun, and that's all there is to it. I'm going to have oh, to be out there with a dog, <laughs> waiting for him to poop with you know, my gun. You know, what <laughs> now what you, you know what you want is a cattle prod. Yeah, something. You want to get a cat, local company. Something loud and scary. Get a, a, no, a cattle prod is electricity. Well, yeah, but it'll go, it goes. You, no, but you touch them, you hit that thing. Yeah, up. exactly. I don't want to get that close. We well, get one with a long handle. Close. You know what? A thirty pellet, foot handle. Thirty foot handle. I know, exactly. You probably couldn't fire a pellet gun in city in the city limits with a BB gun. You could. A BB gun. They're not going to hear uh-huh. that. Do you hear the woman that called in this morning? It was hilarious. A woman called this morning about the playground consultants, <laughs> and she was all fired up. I tell my kids when they come home, those people are idiots. Don't listen to a word they say. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, how old is your child? She goes, eight years old. And he already has a BB gun, too. (laughs) She was all wound up about it. It was was wonderful to listen to. I had to confiscate Andy's BB gun when he was a child. Yeah, he got a little crazy with it. Because I told him he could have a BB gun. He was old enough to have a BB gun if he wouldn't shoot birds. And if he wouldn't shoot the gun in the house, it could not be shot in the house. So was, was it the birds or in the house? Uh, well, we're out. We're downstairs, and I'm hearing a lot of clatter upstairs. So I go up there, and he's got this friend over, and they're they've taken the screen out of his bedroom window, and they're shooting out the bedroom window. Well, that's a technicality. That's yeah, exactly, exactly what that's he said. I'm like, I, that's not what I meant, and this is definitely. I love that. Not on the spirit of the agreement has been breached. On average, the BB spent more time outside than it did inside. What you said, I couldn't shoot it inside the house. I'm like, but the trigger's inside the house, so that's the shooting part. What are you shooting at? A piece of Bird? paper. My no. my genius move, and <laughs> it was out in the Dayton house. I thought. Well, the kids want a trampoline, but I want them to be safe. So I had a big pit dug and had it bricked in and then put the the I trampoline inside so it was right at ground level. So if they fell off, they'd just be at ground level. Anyway, not realizing, of course, it became a magnificent home for every snake in the neighborhood. Also Sandbur. Lots of Sandbur. And lots yeah, of Sandbur, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. How Sandbur- many snakes were under there at one time? It was tons of them. Yeah, it was a snake ah, pit. They were garter snakes. There's rock so under there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there was rock underneath it, so there were snakes everywhere. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> Did you know that garter snakes actually do have one tooth? They do? It's just so small that you can't, they can't. Do they like, like country music? snaggle tooth. <laughs> Never mind. We'll take a break here. We'll be back in about 120 <laughs> seconds. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. 
There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Tom Bernard with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, we've been talking about North American Banking Company for a few years now. One thing we've discussed is that the bank is locally owned and operated. Well, how does that benefit your customer? Tommy, projects and opportunities for expansion come up quickly for business owners. A locally owned and managed bank like North American Banking Company means decisions can be made just as quickly. We know Minnesota. We live in the communities we serve. So we have experience and firsthand knowledge for what's happening in your life where you live. That means decisions are made here. We don't ship them off or pass the buck someplace out of state. Finally, getting our customers quick answers allows them to take decisive action, and that's how business gets done. Man, Michael, you're getting good at this. Practice makes perfect. Uh, Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Clever over there. I don't get it. Thematic. Yeah, he's a fanatic. It's absolutely true. What? What's the song? Radioactive. Oh. I've never heard that before. He just was singing Radioactive. It's not a great song. (laughs) I must say. Yeah, probably not the best. Jeff, where'd you grow up? St. Cloud, Minnesota. Well, St. Cloud, yeah. yeah. You still live I've up in that, that area? Uh, I live in Monticello now. Well, well right halfway. Yeah, mom, halfway mom's point. still up in St. Cloud, so. How often do you go to the Perkins right off of 94? Uh, quite often. Everybody <laughs> goes. That, that, that Perkins is like. It's the hot spot. It is. It is. It's the hot spot. It's always, like, if I meet somebody, because I do business up in St. Cloud as well, mm-hmm. and if I'm going to meet a client, it always is at the Perkins in Monticello. They're always busy. Tiana told me Perkins always. is basically like breakfast food. They have it 24 hours a day, but they have everything all day. They've got salads and sandwiches. Oh, they do? I thought it was just breakfast. They got a massive menu up there. Oh, they do. Absolutely. That's a good time. I remember I've been to Perkins one time, and I was extreme. I was probably like six or seven. I've probably only been to a Perkins once. I remember the one time I've been to a Perkins. I know. It's unbelievable. That's a week for me. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Well, we didn't have one near us when we grew up. No, not at all. And I just never. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't know why. I never had the need to go to a Perkins. I thought we went to the one because you had dance stuff up in Monticello. We've been to plenty of Perkins. That's what I thought. Plenty of them. You guys are making it up as you go along. I've probably been to to Perkins, like, maybe five times. The one I always go to is the one in Monticello, and then there's one in, I don't know if that would be St. Louis Park, or it's one on Highway 12 there right by the Menards. I go to that one a lot, too. So what do you think of that act? That was actually cool. where the, don't you go? That was actually the Perkins I threatened to kill someone about. <laughs> Isn't that all of them? Thirty years ago. <laughs> I'm threatening well, to kill somebody. Let me every just day. run this story. Let me run this story by you. Lord. 
Looking for justification. Melina, let me know. Yeah. And Jeff, you too. So I'm sitting there. It's 2 o'clock in the morning after bar closing. You know, so everybody's showing up after bar closing. Everybody's snapped up. We're sitting there, and this guy is sitting, like, across the aisle, but about three booths down. And he says to the waitress, and I want you to make sure that my French fries or my bacon is crisp. He ordered bacon. I want my bacon crisp. So she brings it back, and he said, I told you I want it crisp. I want my bacon crisp. Like in a real stern tone. Mm-hmm. So we're looking down, I'm like, geez, settle down. It's bacon. It's bacon. <laughs> so she brings it back again. It's still not crisp enough. I don't want it like that. I want it extra crisp, apparently, to you people. She takes it, brings it back. He looks at it and throws it at her. Oh, well, no. Well, that's when Daddy went over there and said, hey, yeah. come out outside for a second here. Let's have a little. She should have just whipped out a blowtorch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. How do you like that? Honestly, that's how I like my bacon. Well, I understand. If I could just you set would... it on fire, I would. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you wouldn't throw it at someone. Well, no, but I'm saying <laughs> no. the blowtorch bacon at someone is actually a good one. Well, see, the thing about it is, you know. If Andy ever threw bacon at do someone, not like, do he's that. on drugs. Andy. Do not take that suggestion. Yes, exactly. No I can just see him outside the with the bait. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, Toots, my mother, was a wait, diner waitress for 57 years. So was she? What I see. I've never heard that story. Yeah, I don't know if you know this, but other people listen, not just to you two <laughs> I'm sure yuck. they've heard the story. Using yet. Tom from Malacca's terminology, you two hunyucks over there. <laughs> okay, what do you think of that action? Man, Frank Stallone looks exactly like his brother. He does. Yeah, he looks do. a lot like, he looks younger, actually, than oh, really? my brother. Isn't he? How old is I think Frank? He, he is younger, but but I don't know how much think, younger he is. I think that's why uh, he looks that way. Nineteen fifty. Unfortunate plastic, plastic surgery. Well, that does happen. See, in Sylvester is four years older. He's four years old. He's sixty nine, sixty five, seventy. Wow. Yep. Sylvester Stallone's almost seventy years Good old. God. I didn't know that. What was that movie me? we just saw him in? Rocky. What, what, what are you talking about? He played. Uh, what was it? Tony Lee does the best Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> it was him and Robert De Niro, maybe. Oh, yeah, I know what you're match. talking about. Grudge Man is yeah, just yeah. horrible. Yeah. Oh, the oh, worst movie ever. <laughs> remember, remember Tony Lee's impression? So you asked for eight? I got you eight! <laughs> <laughs> He's doing his Sylvester Stallone impression. That's the greatest. Uh, Tony's the best, no question about it. Uh, rare black-footed ferrets? What the hell is this story oh, you got up so now, Andy? Cute. Yeah, cute there in that drain pipe. It's a similar, similar to they the are. previous one. I had Rare. a friend who had a boyfriend that had a ferret, and they reeked. Oh, Amy oh, had ferrets reek. for a little bit. Oh. They had to get rid of them. Aren't they really just... mean, too? No. Oh. I don't think this one was No, they're mean. playful. Well, I mean, it's like a cat. Well, it's more like a kitten, oh. where they don't know, like, you know, when to... Stop biting. Did you guys see the middle last week? The middle. No. Alex and his roommate decided. Axel. Axel. Axel, yes. Axel and his roommate uh, have ants in their new house at college. So they figured the best way to get rid of ants, they get a ferret. Now, why you get a ferret (laughs) to take care of ants, I don't know. But they get a ferret, and they walk in, and he goes, okay, I'm going to release the ferret. He puts the ferret down. It runs out the back door, which has been left open. So it's just gone. And Axel says to his roommate, why'd you leave the back door open? Well, in case chicks wanted to get in. 
objects. <laughs> but why? Why would you assume that a ferret is a good thing to get ants? Well, that's a universal young man thing anyway to leave doors open. I know. What is it with you guys and leaving doors? I open? remember. Well, in college, everyone would just leave their dorm room open. It's like, what? Is, what's the? What's why? Why would you do that? So people would walk in and be like, oh, hey, what's yeah, up? Let's I, be best friends. I think I well, that's what the idea was. I would that's not what care mom that. thinks happens. I would not care. I remember for that. in college, she told Becky and me to go up to random people and be like, hey, want to be friends? <laughs> I didn't say it like that. <laughs> you yes, you did. <laughs> you did? Yes. Oh, yeah. What a loser. Yes. Yeah. You totally wow. did. And Becky and I wow, both were like, wow. are you kidding me? Well, you thought we were That's six so years old weird. until like last month. <laughs> did you pass that on to kids at the U? Because there were kids at the U like that too. See? Hey, man. It's because hey, she went to the U. It's where she learned it. Uh, hey, man. Let's yeah. rap, man. Let's rap. <laughs> let's rap, man. And she's like, and she's like, and she's like ask, them, ask them if there are any cool parties. <laughs> No. Oh, oh, I swear, I can ask. I'll text Becky right now. I'm gonna check. Oh, like hey, you're Becky would chip, have chip, your back at all times. Hey, slow down. You're chipping into the Christmas gift. I, I just see it happening. <laughs> yeah. you text Chris, Becky really. Christmas is right around the car. And next year's birthday. Yeah, well, you no, be careful. It used to, seriously. I mean, I was just, I was astonished about uh, there's such little communication with this generation. They don't. Talk to each other. It's well, like it's if, you're sitting, all... if you're sitting at the lunch table with somebody, it's okay to say, hey, what, you know, how's it going? Not, I didn't sit there. Do you have any cool, groovy parties to go to? <laughs> That's, you told us. Okay. I just Are to be sure? my best friend. I just I didn't text messaged Becky and said, what was Kath's advice for us to make friends with strangers? And I guarantee you she will say, go up to them and say, where are the cool parties? Where are the cool parties? <laughs> Why would you talk? Oh, okay, Kathy, what was the last time you went up to a perfect stranger and said, hey, how you doing? When you're, let's suppose you're young and yeah. you just walk up to hey, how you doing? I talk to people in line all the time. I talk to people that are around me. Do they? I'm not always like, when people start talking to me in line, you don't say I'm like, well, have any holiday parties coming up I can go to? Strange person. How about Andy's opening line for people in front of him in line at the supermarket when he was like five years old? You smell, get away from me? Well, but you forgot part of it. There was a guy in front of us, uh, might not have bathed in a while at the oh, supermarket. Yeah. And then he said, oh, no. you smell like Chris Farley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and the reason why he said that is because on the newsstand, there was a picture of Chris Farley all sweaty and high okay. at a, you know, yeah, before he, he died. Really bad. That was on every cover, wasn't it? Yeah. It was on every yeah. cover. So you can imagine. Yeah. I mean, seriously, he would have smelled like booze and sweat. He would. <laughs> You smell like Chris Farley. That's really nice, Andy. See if I can find the exact picture, because I remember oh, the picture it, very well. Yeah, it was it was bad. The poor guy. Or, you know, one of your cousins went to the grocery store with her mother, and a black man walked in, and the kid goes, "Flip Wilson." <laughs> Flip Wilson. You remember <laughs> Flip Wilson? Well, yeah, but well, how long ago was this? Well, it was Brandy. So, how old is Brandy um, now? She I just thought, can't think that her kids would know who Flip Wilson. Every black man was Flip Wilson. Is? Yeah. Her kids are younger. <laughs> okay, I got well, the response like, from say, Becky. Okay, oh. here we go. Response from Becky. Okay, ask the question again, and then read her oh, answer. Oh, you're also nuts. Why am I being thrown under the bus today? She can call in. Oh, she right. told it's us Tuesday. To, she she told us to just go out and. 
just go up to the cool kids and ask where the parties are at. <laughs> <laughs> word for word. Oh. Word for word. Not <laughs> random strangers, it, at least the cool kids. Yeah. I think that's appropriate it's advice cool still to today. Cool I would give kids. that advice still today. It's always all hard kids to look are cool at, now, though. Yeah, yeah they're all, all got to be cool. What somebody was telling me they were watching a show, and a, this guy sitting at his desk. I think it was, I can't remember what it was. Some show, and he, this. this boss is sitting at his desk and a millennial walks in why do it on saturday night live actually a millennial walks in to his office looking at their phone the whole time never looks at the boss looking at the phone and says hey i've done a really good job uh i think i deserve a raise and a promotion and the boss looks up and goes you've been here for two and a half days <laughs> That is about right. Wouldn't even, wouldn't even look was up from the Blunt phone. Talk? Just look at his phone the whole time. Was that on Blunt Talk, maybe? No. Yeah. I think it was on Saturday. It might have been on Saturday Night Live. Oh. I'm not sure. Does anybody watch Blunt Talk? Nope. No. What is it I know you on? talked about it. What, what is it on? What channel is it on? I don't know. We record we always, everything. Yeah, we so record I don't, everything. I don't, so know I, I don't know what channel anything is on. Oh, it was created by Seth MacFarlane. Well, that's the only Ooh. bad side of it. But because yeah. the rest of it's pretty, pretty damn funny. good. Dad, have you watched the show Gangsters Arr. on Reels Network? Yes. Arr. Is it any good? Yes, yeah, it's pretty accurate. It's very accurate. Dan and I were watching Top Gun on Reels last night. Oh, I night. saw it was on, on last and they night. Kept, yep. um, they kept showing commercials for, for gangsters. gangsters. Yeah, it's actually. And behind yeah. the screams, which looks horrifying. Oh, yeah. What is that? It's like the true stories about. Um, serial killers that oh. like movies are about and stuff so like the first the one cool is about the first Shut one is about john wayne gacy uh, are you yeah. kidding me you love I, all that who, serial killer I do not. crap hey i like to know what's out there i don't so i'll have to say gangsters ignorance is and bliss exactly. yeah until you get yeah, knowing about it's not going to prevent it yes it is i go up to people in public all the time and go you're a weirdo <laughs> Are you a murderer? If not, where are the parties See, at? <laughs> where's, where's the good party? There you go. They aren't cool. Catherine yeah, keeps taking a bashing. Yeah. But it all works out in the end. Her really good great thing motherly advice. Last job. It's always hard to look in the mirror of reality. Yes. Sansevier gets here and just walks in and closes the door of his studio. He gave us a wave. He's probably, he probably is hiding food. Probably oh, Sandy's got she cheese. She doesn't want to share. Bella Andy. seems to think uh-huh. there's some cheese out there. Oh, <laughs> she wants to get out and see Bob. His door's closed, Bella. Oh, man. Bob's here. You can't get you? at him. Yeah, Bob's Treat here. Time. Blood Talk's on Stars, by the way. Oh, it's on Stars? It's it's actually pretty good. It's Patrick Stewart, who's a mm-hmm. damn good actor. Patrick Stewart, Jackie Weaver, Adrian Scarborough, Dolly Well. <laughs> Ever heard of any of these? People. He's lying in bed one night. Uh, it's Patrick Stewart as Walter. Was it Paul Walter Blunt? I think so. Uh, yes. Oh, Bella. Oh, Bella. Oh, my God. He wants to, she, she wants to okay. see Bob. Fine. I think Bob, Bob left. where's the cheese? I want cheese curds. Bob, where's the cheese curds? <laughs> Barking. She barks. What a but man. he's lying in bed, and he says to his his butler or whatever that guy is, his, his driver. Man. His, his man. man. Driver, butler, whatever he is. You know, I must tell you something. I need to be a better father to all of America. And my children, of course. <laughs> yeah, he's a super narcissistic, uh, narcissistic, narcissistic uh, neurotic talk show host. Yeah. yeah, he's actually it's very good because he's so good. Patrick Stewart. He is an amazing actor. What did he play, Captain? He was Jean Luc Picard. Picard. There yes. you go. He's Captain of the Starship Enterprise. Stardate. Oh, whatever. And he was in some other like 
uh, wasn't he in some sort of robot movie or something too? Yeah, probably. Uh, robot movie. We'll take a <laughs> take a break. Be back in ninety seconds. Uh, Frank Stallone oh, should join us the next. He was uh, Xavier in the X Men's the X Men oh. movies. There we go. So you robot interrupt me to well, talk you have about the Xavier. Robo chair, I guess. Yeah. Oh, my God, Bella. Oh, Bella. Now For I want God to come in because there's no cheese. There's no cheese, so I want to come back in. I thought there was, but there's not. In any case, Frank Stallone should join us in a couple of minutes. Looking forward to that. Back in 90 seconds, TomBernardShow.com. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Start the new year looking great and feel even better by losing 20 to 40 pounds with help from my friends at Ultimate, powered by Nutramost. It's Tom, and I'm thrilled to let you know that for a very limited time, you'll receive 20 to 30% off all programs with Ultimate's New Year's Resolution Sale. Do what I did, and let Dan and Neil Sheehy and the staff at Ultimate help you change your relationship with food forever. With the help of Ultimate, I lost 41 pounds and another 42 pounds in each of my two 40-day programs. Debbie P. from Anoka lost 31 pounds in 43 days. Cheryl S. of Webster lost 36 pounds in 43 days. And Ron D. from Lakeville lost 57 pounds in just 43 days. Live your healthiest life starting today. Schedule an immediate consultation and receive 20 to 30% off all programs for a limited time. Call Ultimate, powered by Nutramost. 763-333-7337. Molina, are you on hold? Yeah. Okay, just let me know. Let me know when it's time to break free. Basically, what I'd like to do is that, uh, when Frank gets on the phone, I'd like to ask him if he knows where all the cool parties <laughs> Yeah, you can all just take a flying leap. It'd be all right with me. Death by a, uh, death by a million cuts or whatever it is. <laughs> something, something like that. It's oh, absolutely the true. the SS humiliation and all that boarded her. It's all true. I should mention, by the way, tomorrow, Russell Peters will be in studio. Russell Peters is by far the highest grossing comedian in the world, and he's not all that well known in America. He's a, he's very well known at pretty much everywhere but America because he's uh, he figured out this really cool deal. Melina's a disaster on the phone. Have you noticed that? The phones are messed up today or something. It's always Why, messed, messed up when Melina's here, though. Yeah, it's always so when Melina's here. the common denominator is Let's Malina. try to figure that out. They called, he answers the phone, and then the other line starts flashing, and that's them. So what? I don't know what happened. I'm, I don't – something's – our phones have always been kind of weird, and I don't know why. Well, call what do you the mean? people what? that fix so it, the phone lines. You tell me it's not worth the 800 a month that they charge for a phone now? Honest to God, these, yeah. what are these iPhone 6s? No, for landlines, no. Landlines are cheap as hell. Yeah, I know they have to be. Honest to God, these new iPhones are just, they're $800. Alex. What? $800. 800 bucks. Yeah. That is just unbelievable. Yep. I mean, honestly, God, when I was a phone, I think our phone bill was like $5 a month. When you were a phone? 
When I was a kid, I said. <laughs> you said when I was a phone. <laughs> My brain. <got> working. <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out, though. I really appreciate it. When I was a phone, we didn't cost hardly anything. We didn't cost anything. Are we? Uh, is Frank ready to go? I believe so. Mr. Stallone, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you? Magnet. Well, now that you're here, we're doing even better, actually. Uh, it is wonderful, no question about it. I've uh, I've been interviewing you for years, and it's a great thing. I always love it when you call in, um, and I'll get I'll do, I'll do some business, and then we'll talk about what I like most about Frank Stallone. It'll work out very well. <laughs> It'll work. You know, I love you know I love uh, Minnesota. You know I've been there many times. I used to play. Believe it or not, I don't even think it's there. I think I followed uh, Frankie Yankovic to the Majestic Ball. Absolutely. When I was doing the Miss uh, Twin Cities uh, pageants, like with a guy named Carol Axe. This was, God, this was in the 70s. And then, you know, I went back other times, you know, after staying alive and having the hits and stuff like that. Sure. Then I came back. But I, I just remember going there and always having a wonderful, wonderful time, you know. So it's always a good time to go back. Well, there. see, I'm glad to hear that. Frank Stallone, ladies and gentlemen, uh, got a new album. Has had 12 soundtracks, 10 gold albums, 5 platinum albums, 5 gold singles, been nominated for a Grammy and a Golden Globe. He's also been in 72 movies. Why can't you get any work, Frank? Yeah. What's the problem? Well, <laughs> you know, I got to tell you, the, the business has changed uh, uh, quite drastically. You know, it's funny. I, w- I was, I was uh, in a restaurant. I was talking to Joe Walsh, and he was there. And, you know, he said the record business is basically done. He said, even us as Eagles. We go out and play, and that's what they do. I mean, it's not, it's you can't quite kind of sit back on your laurels and and wait for the royalties to come. You have to really go out and work now. No, there's no question. I love to. Yeah, you've always liked to do that anyway. But it yeah. in, in the, what what Frank's talking about is back in the day, you you uh, promoted a record by touring. Yeah, you promoted a record by touring, and now you put out an album. To promote the tour, mm-hmm. it's exactly the opposite of what it used to be. Unless you're Beyonce. And, well, the problem is that, that the download business. I mean, it's so, everything is so filthy now with the you know people stealing uh, files and stealing music. Yeah. It's beyond easy to steal a song. So, I mean, the majority of people they're they're just going to steal it. So that's why live shows are what's big now is because you can't really replicate that experience yeah That's true no question no. I, I i love it you know i mean i, I i've worked on this the show i have for a few years and i have really you know re- i always have really good musicians working with me but what happens i've done so many albums in so many different genres i mean i did albums with sammy nestigo billy may big band stuff then i did acoustic then i did pop albums that I actually incorporated all in my show. So it starts out, you think it's going to be kind of big band, and it might for a little bit, and then it kind of segues into me picking up the guitar, start playing that stuff, then start playing the Staying Alive stuff, then a few songs from Rocky, then a few more big bands, then a few acoustic things. But it's worked in a way now that it's like nobody does that. I mean, I mean, there's some people that can do it, but I mean, I think growing up as a kid from radio, and, and starting such a young age as a professional musician, that I acquired an ear where I could where I could actually replicate all kinds of music and and write that kind of stuff. So I use that in the show, and it, and that's kind of what's been the earmark. They go, God, the show's so versatile. 
And, you know, it really didn't start that way. It just kind of, we just kind of threw it in the pile, and it just, you know, just kind of sorted itself out. And it's really enjoyable, i got to tell you. It's more enjoyable now, you know. Since I mean, the best time of my career probably is, like, that movie Tom Hanks did, The Thing You Do. That was definitely, like, my career, playing in the garage, getting all excited, you know, hearing your record at the yeah. local day or stuff like that. That was the best time because that's, like, you know, you're a babe in the woods. And then all of a sudden, as, as, as then your first hit record, and then, it gets, then you get a little, not jaded, but it just it becomes business. It's not as much yeah. anymore because now it's business, you know? Yeah, I could definitely see that. You know, every time I talk to Frank, and, like, I've interviewed Frank Stallone probably... 20 times over the years oh, and, yeah. and and I always ask okay. I always ask Frank when are you going to do a song called Ode to the Russians and put it on World's Dumbest I will probably do that that'll probably be my swan song I'll probably get shot or something <laughs> I mean I'm afraid I'm afraid to go overseas someone goes hey you want to do a, a tour in Kiev I go I don't think so <laughs> World's Dumbest over there I'll be World's Deadest you know what I mean? Oh, I tell you what, though, Frank. When you get going on the Russians on that world's dumbest, I start. I laugh like there's no tomorrow. But, hey, this is why these people, they're the dumbest people in the world. They're the worst people in the world. You get rolling on the Russians, it's just hilarious. Oh, I don't leave out the Chinese either. <laughs> the, Chinese, the Chinese get hammered more than the Russians because... I'm a victim of their horrible driving because I live in L.A. Uh. So just driving to the set, I've had like 20 altercations with Chinese people. You're so racist. I said, look over in the car. Is there a guy with a beetle haircut with thick glasses that's not driving well? Is he Chinese or is he Irish? So <laughs> guy with a Ringo Starr haircut with, you know, yeah. <laughs> and and, I, and it's true. I said, if you can show me a good driver that's Chinese, I'll never mention. Look at NASCAR, CART, Formula One, Indy. You ever see a Chinese guy? <laughs> <laughs> see, that has nothing Why to do with... Why do you think Kamikaze pilots had just enough fuel to go one way? <laughs> They're good at crashing. Because there were some bad pilots, they had to crash into a boat. <laughs> <laughs> So that's what happens. But you know what? It's all in good fun. Exactly. I get, I, I, you know what? I get some hate mail, but I, get, I actually get more funny mail. A lot of service guys. You know, a lot of service guys because I'm a very patriotic person. Yeah, oh, you yeah. are. You know, yep. I, get, I get a lot of really good stuff from, you know, guys because, you know, I guess because of the Internet, they get world's dumbest like in the war zone. So yeah, they do. Absolutely. Think, yeah. So for me, rag. But the funny thing is, I was—I just started the show as a lark. I just did it a one-time thing, and all of a sudden, I was just being myself because I really didn't know what the hell I was doing. I just was going off, you know, just doing my thing. And all of a sudden, I started getting this fan base. All of a sudden, I started getting this big fan base. But there was something about the people at True TV. They never showed me any love at all. None. Really? So. No, no, there was always, they were always pushing, you know, these other, the other guys, like Tanya Hardy, or these other people that were on the show, the original yeah. guys, and I was getting a lot of the fan mail, and all of a sudden they go, hey, I think we're going to go a different way. So, of course, they didn't call me back anymore after, like, 70 shows, and then the show just submarined. Yeah, it went under. Well, 
because they, they, you know, it's like the geniuses, like the old saying. I don't know. I, I come from blue collar. Like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. They think into it too much, and it just nosedive. And then they want me to do another show. I said, well, I don't think so. so. No, and I don't but blame you. We have the stuff. Yeah, at least we had the stuff that was on there. You know what? And my stuff is really geared to the American public. Because, listen, let's face it. America's very frustrated with everything going on. That's why a guy like Donald Trump is ahead. Because I think they're just sick of politicians. I think they're sick of political correctness. I just think that everyone in the Bible Belt or in the Midwest, I think they're just tired of the dialogue. So I think maybe doing what I did was somewhat refreshing because I don't really care because I'm never going to work for DreamWorks, so I can go after all those people. Which is a you good know? thing. I don't think Spielberg's going to hire me, so I'm not really worried about it. <laughs> I want to hear about your new so album. I don't think I'm going to be hired by DreamWorks any day soon. So. <laughs> no, it's, you're probably right. Tell me about your new album. I want to hear about it. Uh, by the way, uh, well, very quickly going into this, the, the last episode I saw with you on, on World's Dumbest, you were showing a guy how to play a guitar. It was that was incredible. That was that was wonderful. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You know, and they started letting me incorporate my musicianship into it, which became a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't think people want you to get too successful. I think they like to keep you, try to keep you dumbed down. Yeah. And I... I Really tried to surprise. I said, "I'm the furthest thing from dumb you've ever seen." So, anyway, so that happened. But I just had you know a bunch of records. Now you know, like I am, like a lot of guys. You know, I'm, I'm on CDBaby.com, and I have a lot of my uh, music up there. I have one called Stallone on Stallone by request, and all that is, it's a compilation because you know from all the movies. I've done, I've done 13 soundtracks. I mean, songs in movies, not the whole soundtrack. Mm-hmm. But sometimes the song is in the movie, but it's not on the soundtrack. So I get asked that all the time. It's mostly with Staying Alive, because I wrote a lot of songs in there. So these are the songs that were in the movie, and songs uh, that didn't make it on the soundtrack, or vice versa. So it's like kind of everything. And it's kind of cool. You know, the acapella stuff, standing on the street corner, all right. that fun stuff like that. So. I have that, and uh, I have all my stuff up there now. It's, it's, the Internet's kind of interesting for an old-timer like me. i got to tell you. <laughs> an old-timer, uh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like, you know, I feel like Walter Brennan, you know. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> old Man River. But, but you know the thing is, it's really great. I look at all social media, like Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. You know what I look at it as? I look at it as a way to connect to people. I mean, I'm a very nosy person. So I always wondered, what happened to that really hot-looking chick in high school? And all of a sudden, 35 years later, they appear on Facebook. Do you remember me? I go, yeah, I think so. You know, but it's very interesting. I don't know if you've gone back to any of your uh, high school reunions. It's really kind of scary and fun at the same time. Yeah, I could see that. I, I just uh, I got very lucky, actually, because uh, when I was, I guess, probably 25 years old, I was dating this woman and really thought I was, you know, felt a, a great deal of uh, of uh, love for this young lady, and uh, we broke up. Uh, it was her idea. We kind of broke up, and I felt really bad. And then, like, 25 years later, I saw her picture on Facebook, and Christ, did I dodge a bullet. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Guys. That's why the- 
create a thing called name tags. <laughs> okay, because okay, I've had girls I've been intimate with come up to me, hi, Frank, hi. I go, yeah, hi, how you doing? You know, and uh, I'm looking at the name tag. I go, you got to be kidding me. This was the girl that I thought, like, same thing, thought was hot. It's 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 scary. It's like they morphed into like a just like a tick. You know? <laughs> a tick. They morphed into a like tick. Inflated, like an like a, a tick that's ready to explode wearing Walmart clothing. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boy, Frank. Syrup, syrup stretch pants, and they look like an exploding like uh, you know. Think that would be on like an Irish setter or something. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what happened. You know, it's like you know, it's really funny. I gotta tell you, the first time we went to Minnesota, you, you're gonna love this. This Twin Cities, and and the guy that was the host was Scott Ledoux. God rest his soul. Oh, anyway, I love Scott. The yep. fighter. Yep. Yeah, Scotty was the best. And Scotty was just a great guy, just a big, lovable, you know, guy. You know, yep. I actually played the benefit for him and. uh Eden Prairie uh, when he came down with the ALS. Right. You know? And uh, the funny thing is, now you have to understand, my group comes out from New Jersey. We're all Italian, kind of swarthy, dark guys. And they put us in the Miss Twin Cities pageant as a talent. <laughs> that is like putting, is putting like a Tasmanian devil in a like a rabbit bin or something. I mean, it's just, <laughs> we've never seen so many blonde, beautiful women in my life. So for us, this is like, and they're all like, oh yeah, I'm from the uh, Minnetonka. <laughs> well, your world sex is going to change after the show, I hate to say it. But anyway. Oh, so, God. Uh, and they called all the girls gals. We weren't used to it. And I said, hey, what's the story on that girl? Oh, wow, she's a terrific gal. <laughs> <laughs> Still do that, Frank. We got to get you back. In, we got to get you back in town so you can come in studio. Because we, uh, man, I'd, I would probably die of laughter. You're, oh, yeah. Oh, that was the thing. So I could say something, and I'm not going to name any names. But finally, after the pageant, we did connect with some of the gals. Now, every time I tried to say something, so what's the story of that girl? You know, the girl with the big. Oh no, she's a great gal. She's going to be a nurse. I said. Okay, I wasn't asking that, but thank you. So we're leaving. The guy that was the chaperone for the whole pageant, as he's rounding us up to go to the airport, okay, guys, it's skedaddle to get to the airport. (laughs) (laughs) This girl comes walking, the girl that won the pageant comes walking out of my room, like with her gown, like over her shoulder, like in a gown bag, and his face just dropped, and I walk by him and go, you were right. He is a terrific gal. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> and, uh, that went over really Well, oh, we, yeah. unbelievable. Frank, you gotta you got to come to town so we can have you in studio. got to have you on more often. I would, I would love to do that. And uh, I love hearing from you guys and talking to you guys. And I love to get back out to uh, Minneapolis. Oh, the other place we used to play, I don't think it's there anymore, the Carlton. Oh, the Carlton oh, yeah. Celebrity Room, yeah. No, that's not there anymore. We played there a few times I played their Little River Band. That was a great place. I'm yep. sorry to hear that tore that down. Yeah, it was it, it was a terrific place. But we got other places now for you to come back to. You got a new album out. You need to come to town and promote your new album. It'd be wonderful. I would love to. And to all my fans, if they want to 
hook up and get on my mailing list, just go to frankstallone.com and click on the mailing thing, put your stuff in there, and you'll know when we're coming to town to see all those good-looking gals. <laughs> Thanks, Frank. Hey, man, take care. You too. Frank Stallone, ladies and gentlemen. Bye-bye. Bye. He is one of the funniest guys. He does not get credit for being as funny as he is. He's just nuts. Oh, he's hilarious. He's just—he's got that crazy side to him. I think it's just wonderful. <laughs> you got Bob up. A tiny bit sexy. Yeah. Hey, we, hey, I love the story about the—he walks the pageant winner walks out of the room with the her, her gown slung over his shoulder. <laughs> pageant gals don't act like that, do they? Oh, well, she's a great. I only married one who was a missus. I don't know about the, the miss. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. You're absolutely right. We almost had three Italians on at once. That would have been something. <laughs> yeah. He, he does sound like he's a hell of a guy. Oh, he's a great guy, and he's funny as hell. And I don't know why, you know, because he says controversial things, people are scared to death of him. He doesn't mean anything. You know, that, that's we, we got to get to the point where, that's, look, that's does he harm he anybody? No. He's just talking. It's not yeah. a big deal. Uh, no question. What do you got on today, Bob? Well, uh, Debbie Lang from Hallberg Criminal Defense. We are going to do a little, actually, hopefully midway through, we're going to send Sam out. She is eating. <laughs> the uh, Debbie brought in the Burger King, you know, the black Whopper, the black Bund Whopper. Oh, right. Well, Whopper. apparently it makes your poop green, so it we're going to do a, taste, uh, a test on that. It does. Sam's I, it down. Hopefully not a taste test. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, you know what? It might be quite tasty, but we'll, uh, we'll, uh, you'll never know. Your own poop. And, uh, um, we're also going to eat. Now, Tom, this. what do you think about the uh because my kids they get mad like if we go to mcdonald's and it was 1101 and they stop serving breakfast the all-day breakfast now that's a great idea well i love their hash browns their hash browns are great and their mcgriddles are phenomenal now i i just don't know how these stores are going to take care of it or handle it i don't know but it's a great idea i think it's a really good idea so we'll uh we'll touch on that we've got a you know the starkey thing is uh is is a big thing in the news, the no. lawsuit. So we'll talk to right. Debbie Lang about that. And, and it's because he didn't get along with the stepson? No, the ste- well, they didn't They didn't get along with the stepson. The The founder and CEO wanted the stepson to become president of, uh, you know, of the operation. Right. And the, I guess the, it was the current president on the board. And six people, I think, wound up losing their jobs over this. Yeah, they did. So it's going to be interesting to see how they do going forward. Because I think these guys that were let go were instrumental in taking this uh, Starkey to the next level. That's what I understand. So you're going to be talking about that today as well? Oh, yes, with uh, Debbie Lang from Hallberg because she's uh, she's in, well, she's an attorney, so all attorneys are in the know. Well, of course here, we are. We, here we go. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for TomBernardShow.com. Thanks very much, Jeff Menke, for coming in. It was great having you in. Thanks for having me. You have a good sense of humor. You liked Frank. Frank was great. <laughs> <laughs> he was great.